Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 230 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people. As always, I'll be with you every step of the way as you start, grow and love your tutoring business while staying moderately sane and having a boatload of fun in the process. I'll try and keep it simple. That means no jargon, no buzzwords and no BS. And there's a simple bottom line behind all of this is I just want to help you. I want to help you make more money, make more of a difference to your clients. And I want you to stay positive and in control of your lives. So let's crack on with it. Now, I was having a coffee with a friend last week. He's in the process of retiring from his own multi-million pound interiors business. Albeit very slowly. He's got a great succession plan and the business runs really well without him. But he's become a bit lost and out of sorts of himself. Tells me he's bored, frustrated, and feels like he's just drifting along. And he's looking for something that'll give him a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Whenever there's a crisis or situation at, at work, that the business that needs his input, he's a happy bear. When he's not needed, he's, he's not a happy bear. He's a bear who goes, meh. He's built a successful business from zero to millions of pounds every year. It's a huge part of who he is. Now that he's retiring, he doesn't feel useful anymore. And it's eating him up inside. I totally get it. And I honestly believe we're all at our best when we're useful to other people. When we're solving problems and making things better. I know for sure that I'm at my best when I'm teaching. When I'm helping people and inspiring them to believe in themselves when I'm out crafting a deal in the property businesses. That's where I'm most alive. When, according to the people who know me best, I, so they say, I glow with enthusiasm. That's an interesting word that comes from the Greek, enthusiasmos, from some of the unpronounceable Greek word, which originally meant being inspired or possessed by a god, based on the word theos. So I kind of like that. Enthusiasm to be possessed with the spirit of a God. You see, when we're fully engaged and absorbed by the thing that lights us up, time has no meaning. Hunger fades and the work is effortless and we're lost into it. It's what Mihaly Shikshemihaly calls flow. And if I've mangled his name, I'm sorry, Mike. It's addictive. Compelling, challenging, fascinating, as is so often the case. A lot of the people around us don't get that because they've never experienced this flow state whilst they're at work. But we're teachers and tutors and you, like me, are probably experiencing that flow state in your work every day. And if you are, you'll understand completely where I'm heading. If you're not getting that flow state from your work, well, this might be a good time to ask, 
how can I make my work more fun, more exciting and more fabulous, or maybe even consider a change of career. Anyway, back to my friend. It's this flow state he's missing so much. He thrives on challenge and problem solving and having all day, every day to himself, to pass in leisure activities is killing him. The people around him are keen that he should completely retire and enjoy the fruits of his years of labour. They want him to slow down, go on more holidays, probably even buy a camper van and live the dream or some such twaddle. They don't understand the fascination of the right work. And the dream that they want him to live isn't his dream. It's theirs. Absent that peer pressure, and I know he'd be happily selling his wonderful products, which are bespoke kitchens and interiors, to customers who want to buy. He'll be helping them make their homes more beautiful as places to live out their dreams. He's itching to get back to his business and his team his customers, and the game. My question is actually this. Is retirement a good thing? Let's suppose that after years of work, challenge and growth, you've achieved mastery of your craft. You're at the top of your game, and it's still tremendous fun for you. Why would anyone want to stop when you finally got it down like that? Why walk away from useful, productive work that helps people if all you have to look forward to is a long waiting room for death, illness or desolate decline? My little brother is fond of asking me why I'm still teaching rather than enjoying a well-earned retirement and the income from my property businesses. Usually in some form of the question, well, why'd you do it, bro? How much more money did you need? It's not about the money. As every successful person knows, there comes a point where you have more money than you need to meet your expenses. And that's when you realise that the money isn't the real driver. There has to be something more than money to keep you motivated. The work itself, the game of the business, the satisfaction of helping your customers or your clients, your students, your mentees, the intrinsic reward of doing what you happen to get paid for. I usually say something like, I do it to do it, to see what I can achieve, to play the game, to help people live better lives, and to keep asking myself, what are your limits? What are you actually capable of? To find them and to try and exceed them. I do it to do it, because I'm in flow for the greater part of each day, because I'm not ready to take my foot off the gas. Because there are people out there who need my help, need my teaching, they need my coaching and nurturing. And there are people out there who need decent homes for their families and a landlord who treats them well. But more deeply than that, I think, I'm just terrified that if I stop, I'll no longer be useful. I'll just be taking up space on the planet, squandering oxygen and generally getting in the way. I know I'd miss the game, the flow states, my students, the laughter, the look in their faces when they play at levels they've only dreamed about before. I'd miss the satisfaction of helping families feel safe and secure in the houses I own, which become their homes, 
and we shall fill with their dreams. And my point is this. Society expects successful people to retire once they tot up a certain number of candles on their birthday cakes. Why? Given that the vast majority of people dislike their jobs and they're not having much fun, why would anybody in their right mind take tips like that from unhappy people? Why would anybody in their right mind take money advice from someone who has less money than they do? If you, like me, spend your working day doing absorbing, fascinating, challenging things, having fun, why would you stop? Just because she happened to get paid for doing it. It's bizarre. I know several retired people who've tried to find something like that flow state that they had at work. By volunteering in charities and getting busy on cha charity and voluntary projects. I know that charity work isn't the best use of their skills. Skills built up over a lifetime. Skills that are now set aside and forgotten. I don't understand why society makes their charity work okay. But makes their continuance in their own role objectionable. Doesn't make sense to me. How about you? You see, my point is this. It's not about the money. The money is a byproduct of excellence and mastery. The money alone will never be enough to sustain your interest. It's got to be about doing it. Doing that thing that gives you juice, that when you're deep into it, makes you glow with enthusiasm, as though possessed by a god. Don't let age get in the way of that. Don't let society or anyone else talk you into doing less than your best work or less of your best work. In my opinion, you should observe the majority and perform the contrary. Stay useful. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you, because I'm here to learn as well as share what I've learned so far. Email me. It's info at neilcaremeadow.com or you can find me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. Like and subscribe to the Tudor Podcast, please, and maybe even leave a review. And I'll be back next week with more ideas and tips to help you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business, just like I do mine. I hope this podcast has got you thinking and has been some help. Till next time then, guys. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.